Hello there. I have my pants on today for a change. Thank God. I do not. Thank Good. God. Good. So, Rhiannon, what's your pants status? Fully on. Thank you very much. All right. Man. Fine. Little rip off. What's the point of working at home then? Well, because I had burly mover guys show up to deliver our new sectional. Even more of a reason. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, right. Right. Put it over here, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should really test out its, uh, you know, capacity. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think so. I'm going to tell Mark you said that. No. Oh. Busted. Oh. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> All right. Let's see. You guys ready? Let's do this thing. Today's episode of the Three O'Clock Parade podcast is proudly presented by Adventure is Out There Travel. Adventure is Out There Travel provides concierge level service. We'll find discounts and find you the best vacation you can possibly have. Email Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A at adventureisoutthertravel.com. Adventure is Out There Travel, the official travel partner of the Three O'Clock Parade podcast. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. I hear the pounding. That means Skipper Dick Richie is back. Oh, yeah, there's some pounding going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Professor Daniel Miller. I hear her in the background as well. It's Rhiannon. Hi. So, Skipper Dick Richie was not here last week. Nope, nope. No, he bailed on us. And... He missed a very important – lots going on in the, in the Skipper Dick Ritchie wheelhouse. Not only did Disney Plus streaming service be completely revealed. My child, by the way. Your, your, your idea. Yeah, for sure. Plus, Marvel's, like, getting ready to go. Everybody's getting fired up for the Marvel Avengers. Yep. And Star Wars is dropping trailers left and right. So, Skipper Dick Ritchie, what's going on in your wheelhouse here? I mean, it's all those things, um, like Disney Plus, which, uh, you know, I bugged Iger about until he penned, or blocked me, and then when somebody said, hey, that's actually a good idea, suddenly I was allowed to talk to him again, um, is up, and they said we'll be running in, like, November for, like, $7 a month. You can get pretty much everything that Disney has to offer or at least will be available but yeah there's going to be like uh, marvel shows star wars shows they're bringing they're, they're going to do a a show based on high school musical like there's just they're going to everything's yeah. going to be there uh but all the old stuff is going to be there also so the movies are going to be there uh the animated features they said everything from pixar even the shorts are going to be available on day one and uh something like 3,500 episodes of, like, television shows going from, like, Disney Channel way, way back. Um, and then within a few months, it'll, like, go up to, like, four or 5,000. So Disney Plus is, it's, it's, it's a dream come true. I'm really hoping that they'll do something uh, with the old Mickey Mouse Club and mm -hmm. the Wonderful World of Color and the old Disneyland show that they used to have. Like, it would be great if they... Uh, if they did something like that, like Sunday with Walt, or you know something like something cool, so we could watch all that old stuff too. Yeah, 
Like it Mike, probably like my. Take... Go on. No, go ahead. You're, what are they going to take? No, I was saying that I'm afraid they're going to take everything away from any other service like Netflix now, and so you're basically going to be forced to either get this or go without. I'm hey, totally hang on. Fine. I got to pause for a second, guys. Come on. Ooh, drama. He's been busted. <laughs> so we're doing a nooner, everyone, um, which means that Drunko's actually at his like day job, whatever that is. I'm pretty sure it's like a janitorial gig at a highway rest stop. But anyways, he tries to be sneaky and go find like a small room to go record in. But <laughs> sounds like he's been caught. Sometimes you get in trouble. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is, I'd be, f uh, you know, right now, like, Netflix is going to $20. Really? Yeah. Oh, They're raising their price that. again. Oh, so, what I really want them to do is just, I want them to offer me a Netflix original package mm -hmm. for, like, the 5 or $6, like Disney Plus is. Because I don't mind paying, you know, if it's five, if it's $6 for that and $6 for that and $6, like... You know, mm -hmm. if, if I can get basically the same stuff for and have like the four or five channels that I really want, yeah, then I'd be fine with it. Well, you know what? This is just some more bullshit then because not that anyone cares who's listening, but Drunko and I, we share accounts so that I have the Netflix and he has the Hulu. Yeah. Only that dipshit started wanting to pay less for it so he does the one with the commercials <laughs> so now you're telling me i'm gonna be paying 20 bucks a month for the good netflix and he's paying like five bucks a month for the commercial written hulu basically this yes. is not fair not fair at all but yeah that's ex that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> i think you're just gonna need to renegotiate your side of the I deal i think so yeah what else should I ask for? I mean, no, no, I don't think. I think you should just tell him, like, "Hey, man, I'm paying twenty bucks. You're paying six. This isn't balanced. You know, put up the extra like seven dollars so we can get no commercials." I like that. I think I will bring that to the table. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, for sure. It's just seven bucks. <sighs> tell him for, for the price of one craft beer, you can have no commercials every month. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I just heard something oh, about craft oh. beer. Aha! Oh, okay, that's fine. Yes, um, totally. We love craft beer. It's great. This is true. Mm -hmm. We weren't talking shit about you at all. Oh, good. Oh. Ooh, finally, first time. There's first time for everything. Yeah, there you go. Am I correct that you're talking about the price of Disney Plus? We were. We were discussing. Well, we were discussing how Disney Plus is going to be six ninety nine. And so it's actually less than a craft beer at less Disney. Less than a craft beer. Well, and then we were talking yeah. about how Netflix is going up to like $20 right now. So what I was saying is that what I really want Netflix to do is offer a originals-only uh, package where you don't have to deal with all the other like bullshit movies that they have. Like let me just watch the Netflix originals for that same like 5 or $6 that um, – that Disney's charging for their package. And if that was the price point for these, like, you know, different tiers, then that would be cool. I'm not crazy about the $10 idea that uh, some places are doing, but I think $6 is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And he's gone again. And he's gone again. <laughs> Must be a clogged toilet somewhere. <laughs> oh, 
What else is going on? Uh, I have notes. I just—he's gonna be super sad if we do it without him. I'm so sad. You guys are doing things without me. I mean, it's just—it's your confidence since we did it without you last week. So this is fair. Did you guys have fun doing it without me? It was okay. We got to, um, you know. Talk some book oh, stuff. Yeah. So we wouldn't be boring you. No, you don't bore me when you talk book stuff. It was just the initial, like, it's fun to make fun of you guys part. But, you know, oh, I'm fully so supportive. Nice of you. I'm fully supportive of the book. Good to know. Good to know. Um, while Whole Drunkies go away, we can talk about how Anaheim got a new mayor, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, Disneyland is good for Southern California again. There's okay. There's an article on CNBC where people all over LA are saying that the one billion dollars that Disney is investing in their Star Wars theme park, which we all know isn't a theme park but just a land, is a potential mm-hmm. windfall for Southern California uh, because of all the people that it's going to bring in and all the uh, you mm-hmm. know the tourist dollars and stuff like that. So. I just think it's funny that um, literally a year ago, the people of Anaheim were, you know, up in arms, up in arms about how terrible Disney was treating them. Uh, so much that they picked a whole new manager or a whole new mayor because it was really <laughs> him that, that based the whole thing, and that um, you know now that there's somebody new in the office and they're more positive about it, they're like, oh man, this is great again. Look at all the people that are coming oh, to Orange County. Congratulations. Which I also think is cool that Disneyland and Disney World are both in Orange County. Yeah, that is neat. Right? That worked out pretty well. I wonder if Walt planned it. He's like, I'll only I'll only build a place where it's called Orange County. And they were like, well, the only other one we know about is in Florida. That rules out Louisiana. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only other one we know about is in Florida. Oh, well, I guess I said what I said. Let's do it, boys. That's my Walt voice, by the way. It's very oh, yeah. similar to my uh, own spot voice. On. It's very similar mm. to my own voice. Funny how that works. Yeah, right? Um, let's see here. What else do we got? While we're at it, uh, speaking of rich billionaires, uh, I know we yes. kind of touched on it a little bit, but how do you feel about Richard Branson bringing his, to- or his toy train Walt Disney World. His his rocket train is. Um, I I'm unaware of this situation. Oh, so oh man, I thought we did talk about it. So Virgin is going to build. I always pay attention to how. Oh, that thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, a speed train, a little bullet train. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we talked about this last week actually, and I am fully on board, literally and figuratively. Um, I just wish that they would connect it down here, which. That does not seem to be on the radar anytime soon, unfortunately. Yeah, it says uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach. Yeah, I don't live near any of those places. And even if they, yeah, well, and not only that, but they are talking about potentially coming out west, but it would only go to Tampa, which, again, not really helping me. The best would be if they just made it into a big square. And so I could go on a train from here to Tampa to Orlando or also on a train from here over to Miami. Now that would be awesome. Well, I think part of it is um, 
isn't part of a bullet train how many stops it makes? Like, it doesn't stop a lot of places because it just yeah. calls ass. Yeah, probably right. So. I don't know. I, I don't know much about bullet trains other than they're a train that goes fast. Yeah, I don't really know either. But I know that the Virgin USA will transport passengers at speeds up to 125 miles per hour. See, now that actually isn't that fast because, let me look it up really quickly. Um, we were talking about this last week that I we might be looking into doing the uh, bullet train from Hong Kong to Shanghai. And so I was looking into that and it's like at least 200 miles an hour over there. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. I think they're like 200 miles an hour out there. But so I still think it's pretty cool. He's also planning on putting one between Vegas and Los Angeles. Los Angeles. What? I just came. I had to take, oh, some, I had to take a call. What What are they putting between Las, Las Vegas and Los Angeles? <laughs> no, we were the just. Two? We were, well, we were talking more about the, uh, the bullet train, the speed train yes. that Virgin is putting up out there. Yes. And uh, we were just talking about the difference, how this, we're calling this one a bullet train, but it's only really 125 right. miles an hour. So it depends on the route. Hong Kong to Guangzhou is 155 miles per hour. Guangzhou to Changsha is 186 miles per hour, Ooh. as is Changsha to Shanghai. So it depends on the route, which makes sense, I suppose, you know, depending on terrain and turns or whatever. Well, you'll be happy to know this, Rhiannon. I went to the airport uh, last week, and in the terminal that has the train, they have put up the Virgin Train signage. It's temporary, so it's it's semi-official, so it's pretty cool. But it's cool that, um, you know, they're definitely, they're definitely prepping for it, so that was pretty cool. So when they say that it's going to Disney World, do they just mean Orlando, or is it actually going to go to the resort? There's. It sounds like what they're going to do, from what I can tell, there's a – I think what it's going to do is go to a stop that includes the Sunrail and this, and they're going to run a shuttle to Disney World, which is what I've been kind of predicting for a long time is that Disney's going to do a free shuttle from somewhere along the line. Um, and – that's one of the reasons when that remember a couple week couple months ago when there was all this speculation that Disney bought all this land south of Celebration. Mm-hmm. Well, it butts right up against a Sunrail station, so I don't know. They haven't announced anything like that, but the land that they purchased actually is adjacent to one of the Sunrail lines, which is also right by where this train is going to probably run. So, part of me wonders if the long term plan is possibly to connect through Disney property through celebration from this um, just a transport hub kind of thing. But no, it's not going to go. The train's not going to go onto current Disney property as it's designed right now. I think that would be super cool. It would be, I don't know like where I would want them to be. It would, I would say probably like wide world of sports is probably the easiest place Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a hub and there's lots of room, but it's right on the outskirts. Because I can't yeah. imagine they would build the infrastructure for it to run like to ticket and transportation center. Like that would be a mess. So then it makes me wonder, like, if they're going to do this and the train is going to attach to the airport, in theory, they could cut down on if they're going to run a, a, shut, a shuttle straight from this train to Disney World, they could actually eliminate magical express and have you instead 
run down to this station and take the shared just Disney shuttle directly onto property. And I bet that when you, when you look at all the tolls and uh, how many buses have to be used, uh, this I, I could see this possibly someday just becoming a transport hub from the uh, in general, including the airport. So it would. That's just the way my brain goes. Well, no, I think I think the hard part is not getting from that hub to wherever they stop at Disney, but then you'd have a ton of people with luggage getting on like the resort shuttles at Disney, uh, yeah. which those don't really have room for. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's a good point. So I think that part would be. We'll rough. see. I'm sure they're working all that out, and I think it's. I'm sure they'd love to. Just it just would be cool to offer in packages this this what they would you know present as a seamless transport from however you want to get there straight to Disney using this I don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to watch how this develops. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, but um, let's see. They are they have a. This is something that I've been watching kind of happen. They have expanded now. This isn't really breaking news, but it's uh, they have expanded the entrance uh, at International Gateway further down. Like I figured when this all happened with this gondola and everything, I'm like, they're going to have to actually make a leg- – like would you use that International Gateway entrance? There's like two, <laughs> two touch points. Um, that's just not going to cut it when you get add, add all this extra traffic in. So yep. nice to see they're addressing this ahead of time. Happy to see that. Skipper Grinchy, uh, did you see there might be a challenge with the opening of Star Wars that the the restaurant may not be open and you'll only get to stay for one hour? Drinks only. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is such a clusterfuck. No, I did not see that. That's what they're, you know, there's um, some rumors swirling that the restaurant, the sit-down portion, will not open. With the Galaxy's Edge on May 31st, um, but they'll just kind of have the bar. Of this land. I mean, the the level of technology going into these attractions, but it's a fucking restaurant they can't get open on time. Well, they're only opening one of the rides as well. I understand that, but I'm just saying. I don't know. I guess which would you? I, I guess it's which. I'm sure for them, they're like, let's just get this going. I mean, what which is better to open? Not ready. Or wait, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's I. I have not heard that, but <sighs> that sounds like a bad idea. I mean, I, <laughs> I, so there's multiple places to get food, though, right? It's not like there's just one place. I'm sure there'll be carts and stuff, but I think this is the main spot. Um, and they're saying because you you have to stay in here for the alcoholic beverages, right? So there's could be not a time limit, but of course there has to be some kind of time limit. Or the same people would just post up at do Skipper to Richie's idea of just bum rush the place at a rope drop and then yeah, I got my your, spot. Have your own private party. That's that is my favorite. I want to do that idea ever. How many people do you think we need to do it just at Trader Sam's in California? So the. Uh... I want to say that both Trader Sam's in Grog Grotto and Enchanted Tiki Bar only hold like 65, 66 people. 
So, I'm, I, you know, I think if we got there with just the group that we normally have for St. Patrick's Day, we could probably be screwed. We could probably do it. We could uh, we could take over that entire bar. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. You know, we get up, we have breakfast, uh, and then we just kind of like scoot over and get in line. Um, I I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, back to Galaxy's Edge for just a minute. How I do think what's great. I love that they worked with Coke, so they can provide Coke and Sprite and all the stuff they normally do, but in special Star Wars pods. I'm just wondering how much are these going to go for on eBay. Right? <laughs> also, I would say that if you are interested in getting a Coca-Cola-owned water in this uh, cylinder-looking cup, all you have to do is get a Smart Water instead of a Dasani, because <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like to me. It's just, <laughs> it's just they were like, well, we'll just put Smart Water, we'll just change the label, it's fine. It's perfect. But uh, And then these, these round things, doesn't Coke do something like that for the holidays where they... Do like ornaments or oh. ornament shaped bottles? I thought they did. I could be wrong. Maybe. Uh, but the uh, the lid is definitely specific. Like that thing. It's got that little like Star Wars Empire looking, you know, top. But that's gonna no, that's gonna be pretty cool. I'm gonna say. So how much does a soda cost now at the parks? Are they like five bucks? Not quite. Three or four. Yeah, like probably like three fifty, and then unless you're at Elio, is that did I say it right, Renard? Haleo. Haleo. They uh, somebody posted a picture. If you buy it at their quick service section, a Coke's five dollars. <laughs> like everything is more expensive at the place Rhiannon said. I feel that you're gonna have to learn it one of these days. What is it again? Haleo. Haleo. Okay, sorry. I don't mean to sound like I literally just have never tried to say it before, except for last week on the show when I tried to say it, and then, it, but then I forgot it's in the last week, so I'm back. Right. Good to you. Did, did you guys watch? Oh, no, no, no. I was just gonna just going back to that really quick. I'm gonna say that they're gonna go for on eBay for the first like few months, ten or twenty dollars a bottle. Yeah. And then once they realize that anybody can buy them, when the when you know when the parks open, then it'll it'll go down. I don't know because it's still going to take a bit of a pain in the butt to to do. So it's unless if you can't buy them anywhere else, like you know, I think that's one of the things people forget about these quote unquote eBay pirates. Like people just want this stuff, and if it's the only way you can get it, um, there there is going to be naturally a a market for this and star Wars fans are going to see this and be like, there's something from star Wars. I don't have. And I love Disney and let me buy this awesome Coke. That looks like star. I, mean, I, I think that'll be there. I think that demand will be there. Um, and I just think about it. If you really like a $20 souvenir is not, that's nothing in the star Wars merch world. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's nothing. So are, are I mean, there, is there going to be a different price for empty compared to full bottles? I would, I would think so, but I'll be yeah. I mean, I can't imagine the inside is any different. So, but it would be. I guess it's amateur hour to send it empty, fill it when you get home, and then display it. That's that. That can't be allowed. I also just wonder what is the shelf life of a bottled Coca Cola, like before it either eats through the plastic or will it ever go flat? I don't know. It'll go flat, but it will. It'll probably oh, it's 
Yeah. It'll go flat, but it, it won't be good. Ask my parents because, like, what they do is they like to buy things in major bulk when it's on sale and then forget about it. And then you go to their house and they're like, here, I, I have Diet Coke. And then you're like, oh, great, I'll have one. And it's like, this is from four years ago. And it's just <laughs> it's super flat. And you're like, this is great, Dad. This is my parents. So, oh, okay. Are they your friends? My parents? I mean, I don't really consider them friends. I consider them family. No. No. Okay. <laughs> so according to Eat by Date, Coke can last six to nine months past the date printed on the container if stored properly and unopened. Hmm. It doesn't go bad, but it does go flat and taste nasty. Yes. After a certain amount of time. That is correct. I would agree with that. I man, I that's from scientific proof of from my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just remember growing up, like our our basement would have all this like it, it, I don't know, I, I don't remember anyone buying it, but it's just always there. And you're like, oh, it's time for some more Diet Pepsi, and it's blah, blah. Ugh. And then you can't, I don't know. And they'd be like, just just finish it. Just finish it. We paid for that. We paid good money. <laughs> does money grow on trees? No. Do you ever? Neither does soda. Do you want to go to Disney World ever again? <laughs> um, how weird was it? Scale of one to ten. I'm, I'm maybe Rhiannon even watched this too, but I know you did skip when they first announced Disney Plus, and they showed that video. There's a short video from The Simpsons. Oh, that Simpsons video was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, but isn't it? Wasn't it just bizarre though? Like it's just so bizarre. I I think it. I I liked it because I feel like I would I would imagine that you know somebody within Disney, if not Iger directly, was just like, "Look, we really want you guys to remain being the Simpsons. We're not trying to change you. So make you know do some sort of video introducing yourself, but make it very Simpsons." So. You know, they they did. They were just like, yeah, we're part of the Disney universe now, but we're still Barton, Homer, and you know. yeah. Did um? Did you do you do you know what we're referring to, Rhiannon? Uh, uh, nope. I wasn't. I wasn't sure. If this is something that would get into your and make it sneak through your filters or not. <laughs> There's a lot of hashtags that were uh, that were filtered on that one. Simpsons. Uh, there's Darth Vader. Yeah, but there's Darth Vader in there. Okay. 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 Um, I love how they have a picture of Rupert Murdoch in the trash. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) There's a huge statue of Bob Iger and Rupert Murdoch's in the garbage. Oh, so funny. (laughs) Welcome Synergy. It's just bizarre. I think it's just so funny now when you go to uh, Universal... You got, like we've, I know we talked about this once before, but it's like you can see The Simpsons, you can see Marvel. <laughs> All they need is a few more Disney characters to really make it official that it's the Aww. fifth and sixth park in Orlando. <laughs> That's relatively true, too. Uh, this is so bizarre. Did you read this story about this guy? They, Some guy robbed a house in like Winter Park, Florida, and 
Oh, stole like a magic band as part of it, and then they caught him riding. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> well, well, hold on though. Like, first of all, the whole punchline to the story was that it turns out they got the wrong guy. So here they are, like publishing a picture of this dude on Buzz Lightyear that <laughs> wasn't the, you know. No, I was Sam hoping it was just like but, the photo from like they just it's a picture of the photo at the end of the ride. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that how how did he actually end up being able to use the band if he didn't have the fingerprint? So it's just, this is worse PR for Disney than it is for home security. So are we to believe that like this guy's just sitting at home checking his app, and this guy's picture shows up in his folder? Which really, to me, the more surprising is that the app worked. <laughs> well, maybe he was on a laptop because oh, usually awesome. websites okay. <laughs> I love the fact that this guy that they did pick, whether it's him or not, I don't know. But this guy is so on brand. He's on Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin wearing a Pizza Planet T-shirt. Oh, I mean, at least he cares, right? Yeah, this guy's Pixar through and through. Team Pixar. Maybe, yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Let's see. Anything else going on? Uh, um, what do we got here? What do you got going on, Skipper DeGritchie? You, you going to go to Disneyland anytime soon? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, kind of up in the air with my Disney trips right now. Mostly because they announced that the new show at Epcot... Disneyland, or what is it, Epcot Forever? Yes. Starts mm-hmm. October 1st and Illuminations in September 31st. So I haven't really thought about anything but that lately. Like, I really, really <laughs> want to be there for that. I love Illuminations. I'm a huge fan. So I would like to say goodbye to the old girl. Wow. Do you want to be there? Do you want to try to time it where you catch the last Illuminations and then the first? Right? Epcot forever. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that would be that would be totally the plan. Because I was there the first day of Illuminations, so I would like to be there oh, the wow. last day of Illuminations, and then be there the first day of Epcot Forever. Even though, isn't that just a temporary show until like the other one comes out? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I my my guess. Still involved jet ski. Yeah. Yes, get jet skis and kites. If you like kites and jet skis, this is for you. I mean... I feel like this is a lot of very... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uncontrollable elements or or not 100% like reliable elements. I just feel like between, you know, user error on the jet skis, weather-related issues with the kites, I don't know. Could get hairy. Oh, I hate when it's hairy. <laughs> okay, I'll just stop talking. Then. I um, um. Well, I'm just curious. Like, I almost feel like you know when the ball comes out, when the globe comes out in Illuminations, and it kind of takes that like what feels like five to ten minutes, but it's probably only like two or three minutes. Everybody's <laughs> like, "This is the boring part." There's you know, there's no fireworks. There's nothing to look at. Except for this, you know, giant moving LED that's pretty cool, I think. Um, but I almost feel like that was their response. They're like, all right, fuck you then. You know what? You don't like the slow-moving globe? Jet skis, bitch. We're in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I would say, are they? Is that why they got rid? Is that why they're getting rid of the torches? Because they don't want the kite, the kites to catch on fire. <laughs> I think that would really add to the show. If anything, they're gonna. Add, I mean, they are gonna be light up special effect kites. I'm. I, here's my thoughts on this whole thing. I think this means October first is basically when the major construction of the new Epcot, like thing is going down and this is the reason they're doing this temporary show is epcot is going to be so miserable for like two years that they're like in the meantime let's at least give all the people who love epcot like let's let's at least keep you the memories of when of what you do like about epcot while it's just absolutely trash and a construction site for two years and then when that's over we'll debut the new show and we'll just like rebrand the whole thing so i mean if, I don't know if you well, – I'm sure Rhiannon did, but I don't think you did, Skip. When they were doing construction to the entrance of Hollywood Studios for this new – like it's like walking through a war zone. And that's what the front of Epcot is going to be like for like two years. It's going to be – you're not I, – I, my, my guess is they're not even going to use the main entrance. They're going to literally – once you walk through that gate, they're going to send you around the side because the whole thing is going to be under construction. Well, that's what I was going to say. The, the Epcot is like – that entrance to Epcot's giant. So I would imagine they'll just not have the center parts open at all and yeah. just like the far left and right uh, open. And like you said, yeah, so that you can like, you know, kind of funnel through um, where the – you know, whatever that legacy thing is called. Uh, get past that and then get you right underneath the uh, Spaceship Earth and just walk you through like just go. But yeah, yeah I th- or they'll do maybe half and half, like for the first year, one half will be the entrance that you use. And then the other year, the second half, they'll do on the one side because they keep saying, well, they're going to close Spaceship Earth for two and a half years to work on it. And I'm thinking they're not going to do so Spaceship crazy. Earth for two and a half years. I just don't think you're going to be able to get to it. That's my pred- that's my thought is that they're like, we're it's in the middle of the construction. Why? We could play around and try to keep it open. But why? Um, let's just do it all at the same time. Um, it's just my thoughts. Just my th- unless they're really going to redo the entire Space of Earth. I mean, that would be cool too. I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. But... Oh. I thought they're going to keep the majority of it. You would think. You just said redo the whole thing. Careful well, I'm at work it. on it, like refresh it. You know, yeah. you slap a new coat of paint, some new latex. Scare me like Get that. those animatronics, you know, moving a little bit more realistically. Yeah. As long as they don't get rid of that burning smell. That part's important. Hell no. They should add more smells. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I think at this point they realize, Ellen's a, you know, because they realize how important to Epcot fans these original attractions are. And there's, there's now so few left. I mean, what? There's Living with the Land. There's that. And I think that's the end of the list now. Um, so I think if there, there's, it seems very foolish to take something like Spaceship Earth or other than to do this and keep the one attraction as it's like meant to be and like there's their signature Epcot attraction and then basically trash everything else and then be like, but we kept Spaceship Earth. It just seems like that'd be a smart play. That's what I would do if I were them at this point. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's coming. Uh, it's going to be, but that's why I think they're doing this uh, temporary show is to 
it's just going to be such a mess. I mean, Epcot's going to be pretty much a mess for a long time. So, because unlike when they built Pandora, it wasn't wasn't really part of the park that you went to. It was just kind of off to the side. Um, and same with Star Wars Land. It's way in the back corner. It doesn't really affect you. You see it, but it doesn't really affect your day for everything else. But this will affect your day at Epcot. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, anyway, it should be interesting. I think it's going to be awesome when it's done, though. I think this is exactly what they needed to do. Um, I'm going to jump to a, a hashtag S our boner. Yeah. Which is actually mm-hmm. the most recent from Kylo Gregg, who says, can we each pick an old attraction to focus on for next week's show? So I think we should each pick an attraction. Uh, maybe we'll just do an old attraction to focus on for next week's show. So um, do you guys have anything you next that you'd like to prepare for to talk about on next week's show for Kylo Gregg? Wait, you're giving me homework? Well, you, I mean, it's not really a lot of work. It's picking oh. uh, attractions to talk about. But are they talking about... Um... Like old and gone attractions. I think that's what he's talking about. Because he, he yeah, because he, yeah, I was gonna say he linked Yesterland. So I think, um, but um, it's an it's an idea. We could definitely uh, find something to. Or we could maybe we could decide via the social media, and then we'll be prepared next mm-hmm. week. Okay. Maybe we'll do a vote. You need to like set a reminder for me. Let's, okay, we could do that. I'll tag you in the reminder. Cool. Thanks. Um, I'm going to go on to the next one from WDW Owner. Wants to know, when do you think Disney World and Disneyland will add auto gratuities to resort rooms for housekeepers and front desk cast members? Never. Like they do on the sheep? On the sheep? Sheep? Huh? Yeah, on the ship. When you, uh, when you tour with uh, the Disney Cruise Line, you... Part of your uh, cost is an automatic gratuity. What I think is really fun is they do that, and then um, on your last day, you also get an envelope and that says, like, hey, if you want to leave more, put it in You're here like, and then give it directly to your steward or, you know, wait staff. Yeah, that's – it's just – it's the hard part about that is it adds up so quickly because it's like per person per day and you're like wow that's a big chunk of money. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you see it all at once. Versus like you're eating out three meals a day is kind of what they factor in. You're like oh man this is rough. Yeah. Um, I funny I actually think the opposite and when I, I've I hear a lot about the hotel industry uh, and because of the increases in wages. Um, they think the biggest thing is that the uh, they're really going to push hard to cut back on housekeeping. It really, how right now everyone still has that idea that every day someone's going to come clean your room up. Like the 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 push moving forward is going to be to kind of eliminate that from the, as the norm. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that, especially since they've already been sort of testing programs like that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they do with the Vacation Club. Mm-hmm. You know, no, absolutely. You get, you get like, I think you get serviced every three days. Yeah, or, or I think it's even less. It might even be less. And, Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, and really, when you think yeah. about it, how often do you change your sheets at home? How often do you right. get, you know, you, right. you 
it, so it really does make sense that that is something that was a, a norm for so many years. And um, so I, I almost feel like it's going to go the opposite way. Rather than do that, they're going to try to continue to cut back. And um, front desk, they're going to try to cut back on front desk as well. Like they're going to tr- much more of the use your app. Like it really is when they, when they raise these wages, they are going to try to cut down on as many need for human interaction as possible um, so they can uh, automate that. And because it's a big, it's a big change. One moment. Yeah. I mean, when Mark and I travel or whatever, when I travel alone, I mean, I just keep the do not disturb sign on for as long as possible. Because personally, I don't want someone going through my shit, moving things around, touching my dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not, I don't need a new towel every day. And, uh, no. you know, stuff like that, where I almost think that instead of the, like, do not, dis- well, yeah, I think, I think it'll be like, hey, do not disturb, or it'll be like, yes, I do need clean linens. As a matter of fact, I would almost say what they should do is, unless you put out, I need clean linens, nobody should knock on your door. I like that. Right? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have to put up a sign that says, don't bother me. You should put a sign yeah. that says, yes, I need to be bothered. Yeah, I mean, we stayed at All-Star Sports when we were there for Star Wars race weekend. And it was like the, you know, next morning and we're about to leave and I'm asking, okay, don't disturb. And Mark's like, I don't know how many towels are there. And I'm like, there, there are, they gave us six towels. Like we're good for the three nights we're here. <laughs> Even if we wanted to have a brand new fresh towel every single morning, we both could. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, towels are towels are important and good. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. there was another one that I wanted to look at. I don't know. Did you guys do any sour boners last week? We did a couple. Yeah, there were just a couple. There's only been a couple oh. since then. So yeah. Oh, Sorry, back. I had to answer a answer a door. Um. Did so you, did you do outer one? room gym? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The last one would be outer room gym who said he wants to know which of these we're most excited for um, coming up. So if we have to pick, you cannot say none of the above, by the way, is what he says, Iron Jim. So which are we most excited for for 2019? Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Epcot Forever, Avengers Endgame, and Star Wars Episode Nine. Can we go with all of the above? No, you cannot. (laughs) Damn it. I will tell you, you, after you give me your answer, I will tell you what america thought boy um i'm gonna go very easily actually well easily for me this might shock some people i'm gonna go with galaxy's edge wow because i really don't care about the movies and i'm not a huge night time spectacular person so yeah you can take your jet skis and shove those kites up your ass wow bold Bold. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, I don't disagree. Uh, that's pretty exciting. I don't. Uh, Epcot Forever is going to be cool. I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I was just talking to Dismadu, who who was thinking or did. I don't remember if he did or was thinking about getting a hotel reservation for the week, the day it opens. Possibly with no clue what they're going to do here to get in or not. No clue. Right. But how like great would it be to watch the just watch yeah. it happen? Exactly. Just bring your camping chair, get your popcorn ready, and sit outside. Because it, it, 
it's just so such a big deal. Anything new at Disney is a big deal. Anything. I mean, when they open a new popcorn cart, people like lose their minds. But this actually taps into people that aren't always plugged into Disney. And so you've got all these people who are going to have no idea what Disney World, or maybe not no idea, but they're certainly not regular Disney World folks. And they're going to be like coming on down and it's going to be pretty crazy. So um, of these four, I'll tell you what America decided. Skipper DeGritch, you tell me what you're, which of those you are. I mean, I I, I'm, I agree. Star Wars Galaxy Edge is is probably the uh, the number one thing. Um, I would go in. I mean, and really, it's almost just like what's com- like after that. It's just the order of things coming out. Like I'm super excited about Endgame. I'm super excited about Star Wars. And my least, but still very excited for, would be Epcot Forever. So I would go in that order. I think this is what. I've been watching a lot of American Idol only because there's like somebody from our neighborhood on it. Oh. And um, so I'm going to go with this is the Ryan Seacrest. You know, he comes in, he's like, and America has said that in first place, fourth place, we're going to go with fourth place, uh, with 15% of the vote, it's Star Wars Episode Nine. Yikes. With third place, with 24% of the vote, Avengers Endgame. Very close uh, to second place. Uh, 26% of the vote, Epcot forever, and with a whopping 35% of the vote, just like everyone here has said, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is the most exciting uh, new event in 2019 of these four. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you, Otterim Jim. Thanks for passing that along. That's a good one. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. And that would be it for all the, the for the new hashtag SR boners. Well, I was going to say, did you guys oh, – where the fuck is it? Did you guys read the sour boner last week that said something about – oh, how every drink is bottomless if you believe in yourself and leave your <laughs> credit card open? We, we were – Rhiannon we really, really went technical on that. She really <laughs> – she went to like closing hours. She went to uh, – Oh, I think I do remember that. Yeah. Getting cut off. Um, yeah, she she definitely went full like nine-year-old uh, technical uh, right there. I get that all the time with kids. Like, well, technically, mm-hmm. it yeah. is not mm-hmm. bottomless uh, really because after two hours, they make you leave. Um, yeah. 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 Last, just so everybody knows, last week when I was listening to slash editing uh, the podcast, it was the exact same time that Star Wars Celebration was doing the uh, the new Star Wars movie panel. Oh, so you were not paying attention. So I was listening with one ear and just watching in awe with the other. So. So there's like parts like when we talk about it. Well, you know what I mean. Um, When we're like talking about the things that you guys talked about last week, like there's little bits that are coming to my mind. Like, oh, yeah, I do remember when you guys talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a a big half listen to us as we're doing it. (laughs) That was a pretty big deal, that Star Wars extravaganza. Do you kind of wish you were in Chicago last week? No, I've been to it uh, a few times, and it's going to be back out here again next year. So I'll most likely uh, do it again. But it's, it's, it's ex- like if you've been to Comic-Con or anything like Comic-Con or D23, like they're literally 
it's like the same like nerd flea market at all of these different places um with you know but uh with a little bit more specialized towards star wars like this one and at d23 it's a little bit more specialized to disney and then at comic-con it's just a giant like it's it's literally a flea market of just nerd stuff everywhere um and then the panels are really what make it you know more specific to that so um it's fun. It's exhausting going to those things, though. But with that said, it's about that season again. Comic Con's around the corner, and D twenty three's around the corner. So, I hope. And here they're doing MegaCon here in Orlando, right? Yeah, where they're doing that Mickey Mouse Club thirty reunion. Oh yeah, are you gonna are you gonna go? Are you invited to it? Are you gonna? Come I don't. Right? I, I don't know. Uh, I've been t- uh, friend of the show Chase from the Mickey Mouse Club is very. Uh, getting d- very involved um, as one of the organizers, so I'm hoping he uh, helps me Ask find my way in. Plus one. Oh. Yeah, you should you should reach out know. and be like, "Hey, can we help promote it?" Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, we've already we've already been working uh, a lot of a, a lot of chit chat about it. So okay, we'll cool. A lot of chit chat about it. So you know the. Uh... So anyway, it's going to be fun. He's uh, it's going to be a, it, it should be a good time. Um, it's actually moved to. Uh, Epcot Showplace. They have a big celebration at the Epcot Showplace. Oh, um, so is so is Disney having anything to do with it at all, or is it just them setting yes. it up? That was what the big deal was a couple like a couple months ago when he found out that Disney got on board, and then it's everything's kind of like officially licensed, was which was a big deal um, to get Disney on board, and then they could have it on site and. Um, you know, use the logos and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm wondering with Disney Plus coming out, uh, if that version of the Mickey Mouse Club is going to be available on it. So, you know, now Disney's like, yeah, of course we're on board, man. We want to market this thing. You know, we'll yeah, be able you to think so. yeah, we'll be able to say like, hey, all you people that are in love with this and so happy to be here, six ninety nine a month, bitches, six ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be that would be really aggressive if that's how they said it. I mean, you know, six seven out a month, bitches. Bitches, yo, bitches. Like I watched an interview with Bob Iger, like right afterwards, and he's just—he really does have that. Like when, when he finally got the Disney Plus, you could tell that's all he's been working on for the last ten years because it looks just so smug. <laughs> <laughs> like, he literally is just like, eh, basically, fuck everybody else. It's just us. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm positive that's part of why they bought Fox because they were just like for us to do Disney Plus, we're really gonna need to have the entire Star Wars universe, you know, under our wing. And there are parts mm-hmm. of it that they, even though they owned Lucasfilm, they didn't have the distribution rights for. And uh, so he was just like, whatever it costs, just make it happen. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty amazing when you saw, and I think that's why that um, little video of the Simpsons was just so. Like I don't know what the word shocking is right, but it was just weird. You're just like, wow, they really, really went for it here. Like this is a big <laughs> deal, you know. Like over the last whatever, how many years since they got, you know, Marvel and then Star Wars, and then this is kind of the end, like uh, end game of is this obviously, and uh, it's just it is weird seeing it happen, um, kind of. And but he, again, I loved his face. He's just up there, like just so smug. Um, and now I think probably this is when he's going to say, like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to be coming back anymore. Uh, mission accomplished. Yeah. Right. 
I've done all there is to do. And uh, y'all, good luck moving forward. Have fun. But uh, that was pretty cool. Let's see. Uh, I would like to proudly say, Rhiannon, oh, I was thinking of you on Saturday. Please stop. I was at I was at the water park and there were bathing suits everywhere and I was thinking of you. Actually, unrelated to all that, but I figured they finally found a way to get you possibly interested in Typhoon Lagoon, the water park, and it's because it's the only place in all of Walt Disney World that you go and there's an area with a sign that says "Welcome to Adults no Cove, 18 and up only." Yes. I, I literally just learned about that for the first time yesterday. When I was returning a bear to my new friend Kelly, and she told me about that, so yeah, so I'm pretty pumped for my, uh, you know, free entry and no kids. What more can you ask for? What do you mean uh, free Kelly. entry? The pass holder thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. I thought you meant like all the time. I'm like, I thought, did you somehow get a special pass? Oh, yeah. Hey, congratulations on winning best golf hole at your office miniature golf oh, tournament. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is pretty impressive. I, I, that's what she meant, Skipper Gucci, by returning a bear. Oh. It was amazing. So, so I, I had to have a bear themed golf hole, and so I'm like, well, I need a giant bear, obviously. So I just put it out there on Twitter. I'm like, anyone got a bear I can borrow for an hour? And like within 15 minutes, this chick's like, yeah, I do. And she, like, works three miles away from me. And so I just drove on up, got the bear, and it was, yeah, it was awesome. And so it turns out she's a big Disney fan, She and she follows us and listens to us. And uh, and so she even, like, had me sign her copy of the book while I was there. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So congratulations uh, on that. It must sound very fun. At work, they usually want me to work. That's the down part. That's what I don't like about work. The, apparently, at your place, they're like, let's play miniature golf. You? They do. They keep bothering me a lot. It's like, just don't. Can't you tell I'm holed up in a random spot in the building, hold off in the corner by myself? And the cap stall in the restroom? Yeah. <laughs> just a minute! <laughs> I'm like Ralphie in Christmas Story. Yeah, right? <laughs> Remember to drink your oval tea? A, a crummy com- commercial? Son of a bitch. That's the best. I remember watching that as a kid, and I've always, like, in my mind, or, you know, repeated the lines to movies, but when that part would come up, I'd be like, a crummy commercial? And then I would just look at my parents like, I want to see it, but I can't. Yeah, that's the best. It's the best. Mm, so good. Let's see. I believe that brings us to the end of hashtag SR Boner. Any other uh, final thoughts before we move on with our with our uh, Tuesdays? Oh, I have one. Ooh. Oh, I'm ready. Does everyone know what tomorrow is? Uh, not tax day, which is clearly when you go on the Orlando Eye. Wine Wednesday. Uh, apparently. Which is good for livers it's my livers birthday tomorrow oh yay oh my gosh congratulations to livy is that why it says livy on the chart for drinking at disney social media (laughs) 
knows why. <laughs> I was like, why did you say Livy tomorrow on the chart for like drinking at Disney stuff? Yeah. We have an internal <laughs> content log and uh, it said yeah. Livy. I was like, why did you say Livy tomorrow? Well, happy birthday, Livy. That's Almost. Super He's turning. So you're. <laughs> has it been pre? Is it prematurely aged from all the craft beer? No, I think actually it it preserves it and keeps it younger. What's better for livers, craft beer or light beer? Probably all craft beer. light all beer. beer. All are welcome. Yeah. Craft be- craft light beer. There's not a lot of those. It exists though. It does. It's so like. It really is bad, though. Like, whatever they do to make light beer, like, drinkable is um, must be very difficult because, like, even at, like, uh, Universal, they have uh, Duff Beer and then they have Duff Light. Duff Beer is actually really good. Duff Light is legit garbage. Um, oh. It's it, Yeah, it's absolute garbage. Like, it's to me, it's, like, almost undrinkable, um, which is not – no beer is really undrinkable to me, but um, – You have to say. Borderline. That's sours. Oof. Have you been oh, to Hidden Springs? Mm-hmm. Have you been to Hidden what? Springs? I have not. Oh, well, I was told I had to go there. So I went there and I got one. And one of them was a sour. It was really good, Skipper Chi. It was called Tiger's Blood. That was actually really good. But then they had this one that was like a double IP. It was, anyways, it was called Monopoly Money. And I really thought it looked cool because I love the label. I love Monopoly. And I like money. Yeah. Monopoly Money. Monopoly Money. It was. Like it, it was bad. Like I couldn't. Double IPs are usually my go-to. You might like it. It was almost, and I, I do like a good IPA. It was just I did not enjoy it, but I was told I had to go there by several people. Um, okay. But it's, it's sort of on your way places, sort of, in Tampa there. So, anyways, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say when you. I'm sure you'll eventually get there. Okay. It's kind of in your region really where tampa like sorry i told you only half pay attention <laughs> tampa so anywho never an unrelated note there so anything else uh skippity gritchy anything before we head out no I, I think that's pretty much all yep uh let's see i agree and the final float what's the final float today skippity gritchy uh, the giant Bob Iger statue that was on The Simpsons. Yeah, that's true. As fuck. <laughs> Just Simpsons <laughs> as fuck. Coming down, smug. Coming down, Main Street, USA. Yeah. Oh, I just got a thing about that Ugo's Cantina. So it looks like the Cantina part mm-hmm. will be open, but they only have thirty people. That's my last. That's my final thought. Sorry. Ooh, 30, 30 people yeah. at a time, you mean? 30 people at a time, which is why they're going to limit it to Ooh. an hour. Man, that is rough. Wow. Yep. So, good luck with that, Skipper Gucci. Yeah. I really can't wait till you're there, because I want to hear all about it at Disneyland. It's coming up. It's next month. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's right around the corner. All right. I can't wait. All right, gang. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the 3 o'clock parade.
bells of notes red on the fisherman fishes the bigger man bakes to the bells of notes red on to the big bells as loud as the thunder to the little bells soft as a song and some say the soul of the cities the toll of the bells of sound, so many changing moods, because you know they do not ring by themselves. No silly boy, up there high, high up on the dark bell tower, lives the mysterious bell ringer, and Clopin will tell you it is the tale, a tale of a man and a monster. Dark was the night when our tale was begun on the docks near North Red Shut up, you wealthy spotted! Full of frightened gypsies slid silently under the docks near North Red But a trap had been laid for the gypsies, and they gazed up in fear and alarm at a figure whose clutches were iron as much as the bed. Sing the bells, 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 bells,
Hey, what? What's going on down there? A fight in the flogging? A festival. Ooh, you mean the Feast of Fools, huh? Uh-huh. Hey, what gives? Perhaps he's sick. Impossible. Go on, get off of me, you bunch of buzzards. If 20 years of listening to you two hasn't made him sick by now, nothing will. But watching the Festival of Fools has always been the highlight of the year for Quasimodo. Well, what good is watching a party if you never get to go? Do you mind? Like one moment with a boy if it's not right with you. He's not made of stone like us. Quasi, what's wrong? Want to tell old Laverne all about it? I, uh, I just don't feel like watching the festival, that's all. Did you ever think of going there instead? Sure. But I'd never fit in out there. And besides, you're all forgetting one big thing. What? My master, Frollo. Oh, yeah. He hates the Feast of Fools. He'd be furious if I asked to go. Well, who says you gotta ask? And if I got caught, I had to debate the forgiveness of the last vision. He might seem, hey, you could rarely disguise. Just this once. But Frollo doesn't know can't hurt you. Ignorance is bliss. Look at his target. <laughs> Safe behind these windows and these parapets of stone. Gazing at the people down below me. Oh, I like to watch them as I hide up here alone. Hungry for the histories they show me. All my life I memorize their faces. Knowing them as they will never know me. All my life I wonder how it feels to pass a day. Not above them.
Once a year we turn up and it's upside down. Every man's a king and every king's a clown. Once again it's topsy turvy day. It's the day the devil in us gets released. It's the day we mock the brick and shock the priest. Everything is topsy turvy at the feast of Duty has ordered, sir. Come to Paris in her darkest hour, Captain. Look, the gypsies. They live outside the normal order. Their heathen ways inflame the people's lowest instinct, and they must be stopped. I was summoned from the wars to capture fortune tellers and palm readers. Real war, Captain, is what you see before you. Yes, Your Honor. Just as soon as I help this poor creature. I forbid it. 
How dare you defy me? You mistreat this poor boy the same way you mistreat my people! Silence! Justice! Mark my words, Gypsy. You'll pay for this insolence. And it appears we've crowned the wrong fool. The only fool I see is you. Captain Phoebus, arrest her. Oh, let me see. What's a poor girl to do? <laughs> Which one? I want her alive. Yes, sir. Seal off the area, men. And do not harm her. What a woman.
one's chasing you already. Congratulations. Wait, I'm really sorry about this afternoon. I had no idea who you were. What is this place? This is where I live. Did you make all these things yourself? Most of them. This is beautiful. You're a surprising person, Quasimodo. Not to mention lucky. I'll bet the king himself doesn't have a view like this. Oh, I could stay up here forever. You could. You have sanctuary. But not freedom. Gypsies don't do well inside stone walls. But you're not like other gypsies. They're evil. Who told you that? My master Frollo. Frollo. He saved my life. He, he took me in when no one else would. I'm a monster, you know. Who told you that? Look, give me your hand. Long lifeline. Oh, this one means you're shy and intelligent, too. Now that's funny. What? Well, I don't see any... What? Monster lines. Not a single one. Now, you look at me. Do you think I'm evil? No. No, you were kind and good. And gypsy. Maybe Frollo was wrong about both of us. Hey, what's she saying? Frollo's nose is long and he wears a truss. Okay, oh, pay up, Chuck! You help me. Now, I will help you. But there's no way out. There are soldiers at every door. Then we won't use a door. You mean climb down? Don't be afraid. The trick is not to look down. I'm not afraid. You've done this before? No. Thank you. 
go. Get out of here, you idiot. I'll find her. I'll find her if I have to burn down all of Paris. Find the gypsy girl. Search every building in Paris. I want her found. Oh, Esmeralda. 
You're either the single bravest soldier I've ever seen or the craziest. You're lucky. That arrow almost pierced your heart. I'm not so sure it didn't. No! And you might never know that one and loving glow, though I might wish you no longer. Now I'm going to 